Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello, this is Captain Poodle speaking. Are you ready to find love? Yes, ahoy, matey. Love. Exciting and new. Go online. They're catfishing you. Shocker. Fiance. Soon you'll be flying to parts unknown. 90 Day Beyonce. Marrying someone you've only met on your phone. Be they French or Chinese, a brand new K1 visa's the key. Ooh, the key to what, Poodle? To love. It's reality, yes. Let's love. Kakua. <laughs> I just met a boy named Kakua. And suddenly my ass will never be the same to me. It's Kakua, by the way. Take it, it, it Poodle. Doesn't, it doesn't sound right. Kakua. I just saw a boy named Kakua. And suddenly I know his dick could really show me how to leave. Kakua. Fuck me hard and it's all and I'm screaming. I can even tolerate your adult braces. Kakua. I need to see your dick. Kakua. The most beautiful dick I've ever seen. Kakua. It's huge. It's I'm here huge. to tell you. <laughs> it's I didn't even Y'all, this is a single life. This is the single life season two. Season two, episode one. I single and ready to mingle. A lot of times I don't love your cold opens. Uh I'll just tell you that. I don't love Uh, yours. (laughs) That was really good. Thank you. I normally say I hope it's good. That he does. In my in my head. Um I didn't even y'all, Kakua is so hot. Kakua. It sounded like Kakua to me. I know. Kakwa is so hot that I didn't Kakwa, even yeah. I didn't even text you about it because I just wanted you to experience it. <laughs> oh, I want to experience it. Um, holy fuck! Holy 
Shit, y'all. Yeah. Okay. Kakwa. So- Kakwa. You know, it, in 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 it is spelled like C A C U A. Yes. Um, so Kakwa though. No, I'll try to say it right because it's Kakwa. Kakwa. Kakua. Because yeah. didn't she say like Kakua? So it's not Kakua. It's not Kakua. That's the way we say it in Oklahoma. Like you're Kakua. driving through like Ennis. No, we're not doing this no. today. <laughs> Y'all. Hell we, no. This is the ridiculous of our lives. This is the day before our first <laughs> our first live show. We have so much shit to do. And we've got to do two podcasts today. It just worked out that because way. Because we're just ramrodded by content right now. Because It's a lot start. of content. We're doing Lalu after this. Lalu after this, because we always do Lalu on Saturday. We since do. it airs on Friday. But this this came on yesterday, on Friday. Because yes. it's, I don't know when the podcast, when does this go out? This, uh, <laughs> we have decided. We have to talk about when that. When does this show air? Fridays. Fridays? Um, we'll drop it on Sunday. Because Lalu drops on Patreon, yes. and this drops on yes. Oh, this drops on Patreon. This drops on Patreon too. the five dollar. Oh well, it could drop on Saturday, I guess. Well, I guess I'm editing after this. Sure. Well, we could do it on. No, let's drop it today. You're right. We'll drop it on Saturdays. Well, you know what? We'll drop it in whenever we goddamn no one, can. No one gives a shit about any. No of this. one gives a shit. Now, some people do give a shit about is that uh, before we jump in, we are. Poodle, um, make an announcement, please, about some people we're not covering on this. Oh, we're not covering Big Ed. I think we talked about it last season on The Single Life when that we finished the season. Um, the breaking point for us, a couple, couple of things. And the, reason, the reasons why um, we have not covered people is not really to cancel them. No. That's not our intention. Um, what our intention is is to, number one, we're we have a hard problem with TLC supporting uh, this, and so after TLC saw everything they did with Big Ed, they had to have heard the phone call with him and Liz, or which just called her a fucking idiot over and over for about five minutes. Was really one of the hardest things to listen to, and it was complete straight up verbal abuse, emotional abuse. Yes. TLC knew that and chose to cast him on The Single Life, or Discovery Plus, we should say. Discovery Plus uh, cast him on The Single Life Season 2 anyway. Yeah. So so with, with that kind of thing, um, w- that's us just saying we're not going to participate. Yeah. So us saying, I'm out. Craig Cray was, they're actually... Yeah, in solidarity they're, they're with Craig yeah. Cray with us. Uh, yeah. But you guys, feel free to, to watch him if you like. It's just not for us. I'm not judging you for it, even if yeah. you... What I watch him? I am a little, <laughs> but anyway. So um, we're not going to be, co- but we will be. We won't be covering his everyone else. Oh. Um, what first impressions? First, I'm. I was texting uh, Sissy Jordana uh, about this uh, because she's the one that messaged us about uh, Kakua. Kakua, and uh, but I messaged her and I said, I'm really angry at myself that I enjoyed this so much and that this is well done. The thing about the single I thought it life, was pretty good. It is well done, and the stories are the story is just starting out. The story of finding love after being rejected or something so, burning down on you—it's compelling. Is very compelling. The stakes um, are higher. I think. What about you? Now, I'm going to say this. It's not that I feel like a lot of people were really disappointed with this cast because they say there's no one I can root for. Nope. For me, that's not what this show is about. For me, this show is a full body cringe of 
terrible dating. It is cringe, but why was I rooting for Mother Debbie? I, D- Mother Debbie's going to be hard the show. I'm like so rooting for her. I'm to so find love. happy that someone who's almost we're actually seeing a woman who's almost seventy, who's sexual, who's talking about liking to have sex. And y'all, people, people have been putting online. They're really grossed out about it. I think what Mother Debbie is doing is very fucking brave. I do too. And so I, I do too. I respect her for it. I again, the sister Jordana said the same thing too. So we're so I think I'm hundred percent here for her. I'm. Here for her. I'm here for. I want Pee Wee to find love too. I hope here is whoever she with fu- another mole. Yes, I hope oh. he has a mole on his face. <laughs> Pee Wee meets a mole named Martin. <laughs> That's what we're hoping for. So maybe Pee Wee likes other male moles. Oh, Pee Wee's gay or for maybe, sure. Or maybe moles don't have either gender or sex. sexual preference. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Or sexual orientation. Did I just say sexual yeah. preference like it was yeah. in the 80s? Pee Wee meets a mole named Alex. Yes. He's yeah. non-binary. We don't know. Whatever. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> maybe okay. moles don't have a Okay, I'm glad that you said that because I was like, did I, am I just stressed out about our live show? Am I breaking down? Why am I getting moved by this? But I was. No, it was, I, it's going to be the heart of the show. But also. Uh, but also she is, but her journey. Also this. Y'all, this cast, I didn't realize these casts are kind of the misfits. They are they are the undateables. The undateables, the yeah. people that feel kind of outcast, like who Except knew? for Sinjin. Except for Sinjin. And we haven't seen we haven't him seen, yet. He wasn't on it. Um Who knew that like I it's like watching the fucking little mermaid watching Natalie trying to dance and discover the beach <laughs> and be in the sunshine with but her crazy eyes. A lot less empathetic. <laughs> you still think she's a nut. She's a nut. Um now it's gonna be funny to watch her try her best to be normal. It is in front of a guy. Because I will say, y'all Mike is a piece of shit. He is a piece we of shit. We know he's a gaslighting piece of shit. He kind of accepted her crazy, though. He kind of did. That was part of the, the allure for him. So you wonder. She's going to need someone who knows that that crazy is built in. Yes. Her friend Julia is a PA, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fake friend. Just, fake friend. Just checking. Y'all, you uh, can smell a fake friend a mile away. It's true. It's um, so we're going to jump in. Before we do that, we're going to remind everybody to go to our link tree link for our live shows. Uh, we will say... Um, it's not going to – this is at our $5 tier for our Patreon and Super Sissies. In the middle of this show, we're going to say we're taking a commercial break. That's just because in about four months when TLC airs this on um, regular regular T- TV, we are going to take a m- commercial for this. And so then we'll just have that built in. Yep. Anyway, so that's what's going on. Um, oh, if little confusion. I was text, uh, messaging with Veronica of Tim and Veronica. Yeah. And I asked, I said, are y'all doing Pillow Talk? She said, it's a weird thing. Pillow Talk isn't going to be on Discovery Plus yet. They're airing the first two episodes on TLC. And then they're putting them on Discovery Plus. It's a weird thing, but... They haven't figured this out yet. But they are. But Tim is going to be watching this with Yennefer and commenting on it. That's going to be good. He has, has, um, on Bears All, he's, he's tried to be classy about it. Um, I will give that to Tim. He's like, you know, those two deserve each other, and he's dead right. He's dead right. Because she comes off, we're definitely going to talk like, 
they both, her and Jesse, come off just the thirstiest motherfuckers ever. They're uh, they're woke. They're people. fake. They're, they're that word or they're whatever. They're fake like people. That yeah, they're fake people. They're fake people. Yeah. I don't think woke is the same thing as fake. Well, That's but you know how different... some people like, not woke, but there, I guess some people use that word in a way that just means that they're, that they, they know better than other people. Oh, I just think they're, they're, they're both walking Instagram thoughts. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah that don't better. really have anything there. No, except for a really good ass. That Jesse has. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the, hard to, if you're front, into that. Not so much. No. I'm going to tell you that now. Let's jump into this. Um, shall we? Shall we? So we're skipping Big Ed and we will start with Mithily. Who lives in St. Petersburg, Florida. Because it sounds Russian. It sounds Russian. <laughs> I, it made me laugh. It did. It made me laugh. Now, she, Natalie, you guys, is never going to be actually funny. She's always going to be unintentionally funny. Unintentionally funny. <laughs> kind of like Marion Brittani, which, by the way, did you see, y'all? The cringe tier is going to go strong. Extreme <laughs> I did, sisters. And I'm upset. Smothered and I Love a Mama's Boy were all renewed. I don't know about you, I me, and my ex. I don't know about you, me, and my ex. We that's don't know. The, that's the one that I feel like could could it not was the least favorite but i am so excited for extreme sisters yeah not oh, so much over and here smothered oh Ugh. so anyway y'all need to take my take my pepto <laughs> i love it that natalie i i almost have to stand up to do it oh, i no. wish we were doing the video she's just walking around on this beach kind of oh, like she's in a music video like she's she an extra she really does think that she's in an american movie <laughs> she thinks she's fucking bo derrick <laughs> That's an old reference. <laughs> no! No one knows who Bo Derek is. <laughs> but no, she's walking around the she's beach. She's going to die now. Like, uh, like everyone's looking at her. She's like, yes. mm, mm, she, making model like faces. A, she looks like a pony prancing at like a parade. Um, what was that sound you just made? I breathed in. I went, <laughs> I'm telling you. Um, so... So her, um, she's got her in her in the moments. She's got her Naomi from Mama's Family top on. She does, you know those yes. those. Uh, but it is Fourth of July. Fourth of July. It is congratulations, <laughs> congratulations, and uh, she knows congratulations what, USA. And she knows though what she knows what Fourth of July is. She does, and she even says this is kind of like I'm celebrating also my, my independence, my independence. Because here's the deal, y'all. She's been in Florida for four months. And uh, since she left Sequim, and she is, Squim. Squim, she is, they are, she says that her and Mike decided to, they're not getting divorced. This was unclear. No, it's meant to be unclear. Because I think, y'all, that's some paperwork shit. Yeah. Because she knows if Mike divorces her. She's gone. She's gone. So something Either TLC stepped in to help her stay. That is interesting. Or maybe Mike is getting a cut of what she's making (gasps) on the single life. Oh my God, that might actually be. This is all my conjecture. So none of it's fact. But um, that's what I think. That would make sense because on the tell all, he's like, yeah, we're still married. He's like, I could just cut her off, I guess. And he was supporting her. Yeah. So. That's one of the reasons there, because otherwise she can't work. She can't work right now. So, so it's like, who's wh- paying the bills? So actually, I don't even know if TLC can pay Natalie. I don't think she can. They can. I think they probably, because that's what happens a lot of times. People will pay the American, and the American just has to, they're expected to give that person money. Well, think about it. 
that's the only uh, uh they can pay Jesse. I guess. Um, well, they're not in the U.S. Right. That's totally different. Um, yeah, they, they're, they're... So, that makes sense, because she is the only uh, foreigner in the U.S. Uh, oh, yeah, I guess yeah. so. Everybody else is, yeah. That's an interesting concept. So, that's why I think they're not... That's why I think... Somebody, somebody does due diligence. I don't it's know. It's a Maybe little bit of a bamboozle, isn't it? It, yes. it does feel like she's looking for love, but she's also still married, and she's they, kind of single-ish. They agreed to, agree to separate and right. see other people. Because I think, doesn't Mike have a girlfriend now? Yeah, supposedly. He's got, uh, that he met in Vegas or something. She's um, just sitting up there in that winter. The wood and COVID. Wood and COVID. Um, I, I want to say my favorite quote of the entire episode happened when Julia, her fake friend, said, so I'm going to go get you a drink. And, and Natalie said, okay, I wonder now. <laughs> I, yeah, she's just, I wonder. And she just walks around. She's like, she's doing her. As I what? She just wanders she's around. She's just walking around in her bikini saying, who, 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 I, who do, I, do I look good? Walking around on the beach, minding my own little self. And she's, y'all, she's just trying to get, she's like, I'm so embarrassed. I'm so embarrassed. American men will just come up to you. I'm like, that's what you want. That is what you want. Don't act like you don't want any of this. Because it's been a while. So I said that she She's also thirsty. I said she left Squim four months ago, but she, that, that when she left Mike that we saw, that was six right. months ago. So it's been six months. Um, she ready. But she like just randomly introduces herself to this young guy. She's like, hello. Hi, I'm Natalie. He's like, hello, I'm Josh. And they just kind of sit there. And it's like, she's like, what are you doing? He's like, we're playing cornhole. What is cornhole? What is cornhole? <laughs> and then, corny, corny. It's cornhole. just so unintentionally ridiculous and then she takes the cornhole thing and nor- it's so russian <laughs> where normally people kind of lightly underhand she just fucking takes her hand back and just like like, <laughs> like just throws like it like throw- fucking nolan like ryan throwing a rock at a protest in yes, red square exactly <laughs> hey <laughs> it did it did seem pretty extreme it did I guess she like, did good. Like striking coal miners. <laughs> she did. She's throwing a rock. Um, so she talks about how she left Scream, which was dark like uh, my uh, my all-time favorite Natalie word, horror movie. Horror. Dark like horror movie. Horror movie. And um, so... She talks then, about Hookergate a little bit. She talks about Hookergate, but she also says... You know, she's like, I know I'm married on papers, but the problem, Mike, she says, y'all, this is, by the way, this is, I don't know if they're going to edit this, water this down for TLC. I think, They'll though, have to. they're smart because they're editing this, y'all. They had the begin, beginning before this aired, said, this is intended for mature audiences. Yep. And I went, what? And then you hear Mike, like, the flashback of Mike yelling at Natalie saying, fucking Fuck. people cuss. There's a lot of explicit talk about sex I on this. It. I loved it. <laughs> it was great. So much so, Natalie. So, just so you know, if you're thinking like, is it worth it to buy on Discovery Plus? Amen. I, well, you're listening to us, so yep. you probably. But no, I just want to say, Natalie says, "I like to be in fucking charge." Yeah, she wants like to be in charge in a sexual relationship. And she's like, "That is my need." When a huge man is totally under my control. Oh God. Oh, so, God, I love it. She literally so, like starts gooshing. For her, 
sex is about control. Yes. So, and that, y'all, as long as everyone is comfortable sure. with that, do that. But, boy, what a thing to say. Again. Uh, uh, when you're looking does, for partners. She doesn't know. She, does, she doesn't have the filter. Right. So she doesn't. I'm not saying that sounds bad, but did, did a lot you, of... Um, a lot of American men, that's going to be harder to find. It will. Well, and she'll, maybe. She can find niche websites, maybe, you know where could, one could be her submissive. She could get a CEO, someone who's like, that happens a lot. Someone who's in charge but also, in their life, but in their bedroom just wants to be like spanked and whipped. See, she, what she wants. The, it's the, like Stan the, from Lila. <laughs> the tricky thing here is she wants the fully romantic story. Yes. But she wants the kink part too. So she wants, yeah, the and, man to sweep her off her feet and carry her to the bedroom and then in the bedroom roll over and let her chain him up. Yeah. I and, respect and I, that. And I think all this is possible. I just think she needs a very specific, I think they're two very different things. And she needs a very specific type of partner. Yeah. Who she can talk about this with. I don't think she is going to be very assertive about what she wants, no. though. She's, She's just going to hope the they... The thing with Natalie, she wants men to read her mind. I that's, think you're right. That's the, And that's did you notice what she said, and this was so telling, and we've heard her say it before. The problem with Mike is that he did not fight for me. And I went, okay, I don't want to defend Mike. <laughs> Because that is the last thing but, I want to do. Come I, on. Let's not defend special sauce She's here. She's so full of shit. But I'm like, he did a lot to fight for you. Yeah. And a lot to change for you. Now, he gaslighted you. Right. I mean, well, actually, he did a lot and he didn't. But, but, he was a lot of like word salad, but was nothing, wasn't ever a meal. It's to, more about the way she's talking about it. Yeah. Like she wants him. Like she did him, nothing wrong. Yeah, and she, she wants no him. And she wants him to. They they that everything has to be drama. Yeah, it has to be like some type of like uh, movie with Sally Fields or Christine Lottie, where everything has to be just this struggle to make a relationship work. I don't know what movie I'm thinking of. I I can't believe that you said Christine Lottie. <laughs> she hasn't been acting professionally. She, no, she has been. Since Chicago Hope. That's not true. She was on a or a, a really great arc in Law and Order SVU as the DA. But she was in a movie called um, Not Best. I of love Friends. Christine Lottie. Someone screaming. My mother got her hair cut like her one time, and it didn't look good. <laughs> I love Christine Lottie. It was too short. My mom looks pretty with long hair. But um, I love Christine Lottie too. It was no, it was Mary Tyler Moore, and her her. When, it's an older movie. I'm and worried she had now a, about Bo Derek and Christine she, Lottie. She had a, a Mary Tyler Moore had a husband, and he died, and then she met Christine Lottie, and Christine Lottie was having an affair with her husband, and then they they scissored. They did not scissor. Oh, it's about their friendship. Not oh. everything has to turn sexual, you pig. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's keep going. So, okay. So, this show's going to be forever. So Natalie says, I need my time to recover. And she says, she is, and Julie's like, well, do you know what's happening with Mike? And she says, no idea. And I don't want to know. I'm here to embrace the good. I totally don't buy that. You Not at know all. she's looking up what he's doing on social media. 100%. That, the, I think the, one of the biggest issues I have with Natalie is I think 
common to everyone on this season, with the exception of Debbie. Um, everyone is hyper aware of how they are perceived. They all think of themselves as current 90 day celebrities. Oh, they all do. They, they, and yeah, for sure. And I find all of them insufferable. The only one, honestly, that probably doesn't think about themselves in an Instagram social media is Mother Debbie. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, I, I think I'm going to have the most, shockingly, the person I'm going to have the most problems is going to be uh, Stephanie. I just know it. She's completely not in the driver's seat of her own life. It's, it's going to irritate me to no end. I've got a lot to say about that later. <laughs> I thought this was going to be a short show. No, I won't have it. Uh-huh. All right. So, y'all, they go to this tiki bar. Before that, I want to talk about when she says, so she's talking to Julia. And she's like, Julia, teach me this. What do you call small talk? Oh, 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 oh. Yes, because she said, what did she call it? She said. It's small talk. She's like, I don't know this little conversation. This little conversation. And, she, and Julia went, oh, you mean small talk. She's like, like no, yes, Julia, little conversation. Julia, teach, the, teach me little words. Teach me words that are smaller than other words. Do you, how do you say? You say, hello? How is weather? She's like, I know like weather, Ukraine is cold. She, yeah, and she said, <laughs> we don't do this in Russia. Which is true. Or Ukraine, yeah. In, in the Ukraine and like, in like areas of former Soviet republics in Russia, they don't make a lot of small talk. Yeah. It's just not cultural. And so, no but hi, in America. Not, not, no, how no, you, it, yeah, I we, mean, they say not that. High, but not like, but, how are you doing? How's oh, your day like? Nope, nope. It's, they get right to it. Yeah. And it's also, and it's kind of like the idea that... And they that, do in other ways, too. I know. But it's kind of like the idea that we respect ourselves too much to beat around the bush. And uh, you kind of just jump right into it. I kind of respect it, being that we're both from a culture that is the complete opposite. Yeah, it's all about, how's your mama? It's also, it's hours of small talk. Before, yep. And then you, half the time, don't even talk about real shit. So true. It's all yeah. subtext. Um, so... She's like, and I wrote I down subtext instead subtext. of subtext. Sorry. So y'all, Natalie's never going to get small talk ever, ever. Um, and especially with this guy they meet at the tiki bar. Oh, what a pig! Oh golly, he's like, hey girls. Hey. They're like, hi. He's like, I'm here looking for my next ex-wife. <laughs> how oh, many? Did you hear that, Gary? How did many? You hear it? I said the ex-wife joke. <laughs> how many old guys with Cialis breath have we heard yeah. that from at bars? He just, Cialis breath, just rosacea <laughs> face. Like he's just drunk, red face. Oh. Not rosacea. I should say drunk face. And he's like, you know where I serve those divorce papers to my ex? Ah, who says this? I put him on her back in bed. And then, <laughs> and then there's Gary, just... Gary, I used that papers, <laughs> Joe. They loved it. It killed. You're so right, man. Please stop. So I, right. I hate you for for being this person. It's uncomfortable. Uh, Give me a butt like, Gary. I'll be right there. Just finish it up with these makes, hoochies. He ah, makes ah. a penis joke that's yeah. like... The biggest dick I've ever heard, ladies, I've ever held... Well, you know, I'm not gay, so I haven't held a lot of dicks, <laughs> so I really don't know. But, you know, biggest dicks, mine in my own hand. <laughs> it's huge. Then. It's five inches. Please stop. I hate this person. Gary, I told him about the dick thing. Don't think they liked it. Well, think of then that. Then he's like, I'm going to take off. <laughs> and that's just when he leaves. 
So yeah, Gary, fuck these hoes. Yeah, Gary. Then she's like, Yager. "Oh, please, Boy, please!" I found a new character. I today. don't like him. Oh, it's wow! Awful. That is somebody. Oh, he's coming back. No, that person's awful. Um, so <laughs> she's basically saying, "I feel bad because I am thirty-six years old," which this must have been from earlier because she says she was thirty-seven later. Um, yeah. and maybe by next episode she'll be thirty-five. Well, when they do the thing, yeah. Uh, but she's saying poodle aging. Uh, she's like they uh. They they only do they only come and uh, do sex things. Uh, that's these men they come up to me and uh, it's it's very strange. And they keep saying, Natalie, it's okay. Women get uh, I almost said Maria, uh, Julia and Tara, an- another fake friend. And she says, it's normal in the U.S. to get married a little later, y'all. Natalie's never going to be able to get over this biological clock thing. Every so. man she meets or she goes out with, she will say, "Is he father? Is he father who will give me child?" Exactly. And is he the one who is going to take care of me forever? I want to say it's pragmatic. It's, it's ac- not. It's not. It's actually delusional so de- and so desperate and desperate. Yeah, she'll never be able to be breezy. Mm-mm. Um, and I, I don't. But that said, some people aren't breezy. I'm not saying she's unlovable. No. Just, no, I, I don't think you're saying that either. I just think she is not breezy. So she needs someone that's going to be with her. Kind of like you said, Mike was a shit, but he understood her crazy. Yeah. You need you know, to we understand. We all need someone who understands our crazy because we yeah. all have it. And she needs someone. And what the part of her that we're, she's not seeing, we're not seeing, she needs someone she can feel like she's better than them. Which she always yeah, needed she with Mike, mm-hmm. um, with, from what she had said to him. You know, like, I'm a very intelligent person. Um, I'm done. So she's going to need someone sorry, who can kind of be okay with being treated that way, but also, strangely, want to be able to rescue her from a burning building. Yep. Yeah. Um, anyway, that's all I've got for those two. Um, oh. Shall we take... We'll take a, a little quick break. Break and we'll be right back. Yep. Here's a cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Oh Lord, let's just get this over with. Maybe sunrise surprise. Oh, that one's pretty. No, it's got lilies. God, Jaybird lilies are for funerals. You know that. Poodle, what are you doing? By the height of your hair, I can tell you're stressed. Stress doesn't even begin to cover it, Maddie. We're about to go on tour again, so I've got to get the perfect flower arrangement picked out for Mother Poodle for her upcoming birthday. I don't know if you're aware, but she's a little choosy when it comes to flowers. I was once berated for sending a bouquet that was too pink and not in a purple. And don't even get her started on baby's breath. Cool. Whoa. 
Well, maybe instead of flowers this year, you could get her an original song from Songfinch. Songfinch! Yes, our Canadian fans love the song we had written for them. And a Songfinch original song won't arrive with a bunch of half-dead flowers and weeds. Cool. Sissies, are you trying to find the perfect gift for someone special in your life but feeling overwhelmed? Finding a truly unique gift that they'll actually love can be challenging and frustrating. That's why we're so excited we discovered Songfinch. It's such an amazing, thoughtful gift, and it's easy and fun to make. That's right. Songfinch lets you create an original radio-quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. Songfinch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. They also have unique add-ons that make the gift even more special, like a vinyl record of your song or a -a one-of-a-kind piece of art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. And y'all, we were absolutely blown away by our Songfinch song. They had all of our inside jokes in it, and our sissies loved it. It really summed up everything we wanted to say to our fans for helping us get to where we are today. Whether your song is for Father's Day, an upcoming graduation, wedding, or an anniversary, or even a mother poodle birthday gift, or just a gift to show your loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in one of Songfinch's top artists. Don't waste another dollar on more stuff. Get a radio-quality original song that's totally unique to your relationship. It only takes four to seven days, but the song will last forever. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gift it to can listen to it anytime, anywhere. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. It is illusion to think that I would not be back to you see you. You don't love me. You never love me. <laughs> Get out of my life. Oh, oh, the return of someone we never really wanted to see no, again. never at all. He even says illusion. It, that, I wrote that down. When, when you have still- to ru- say your own catchphrases, wow. it's just, y'all, welcome back. Not really. No. I can't imagine there are Jesse fans out there. Are there? Well, I think people like to watch him because I get it, y'all. This is actually, 
his he stopped doing stuff with his face. He looks the better than he's he ever does. looked. He does look better. And there's he, not a lot of pancake makeup. No, and he knows what he's playing at because he is naked fifty percent of the screen time. <laughs> it's got a really nice ass and body. He does. He's just naked, y'all, for cameras. Yeah, he doesn't have a large dick, y'all. He doesn't. You're that one person that person that is um It's not a really good dick, I promise. Finger banging yourself after eating some funions to Jesse. Let me tell you. He's just so not. gross. His he's he the, the thirst level for Instagram fame, the the thirst the 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 disgusting way he describes his I'm a seeker. I I want to travel and I want to know uh I want to have I would like to live in the life of luxury. You know, um, you know what it is, though? But look, a lot of people on this show, people that we like, are fame seekers. We love, to counterpoint, we love Darcy. Love yeah. Her. She's a, but there's a difference of when... He when, plays it sincere, though. He tries to like be Kalani. super sincere. Kalani likes to be fame. You know? Right. And yes, it's that there is this, uh, this an authenticity with Kalani, yeah. with Darcy... There is not uh, one drop of authenticity he, in Jesse. Like, I don't know who this person is. No, I don't think he knows who he is. I don't think he does either. The, again, that's why I said he, and I think she's going by Jennifer now, and or, or earlier she was Jennifer in Tim's season. Oh, see, I heard her say Jennifer. Oh, okay, so I'll, maybe, we'll call her Jennifer. Call, but he does call her Jennifer. Yeah. So these are two actual walking Instagram thoughts. She's a little bit more interesting than him. But not much. I. But that's just because she's got a little bit of. Um, I'm grossed out by her now because she keeps referring to Tim as a woman, and that I really I'm, bothered me. I'm not that gonna. I'm really gonna be, bothered me. I'm gonna be lot. really shitty with her this season. I. You can't bitch and say that you want. You don't. You oh, can't dog. That's Latin, my list. Latinx men and say that they're controlling with machismo, and, and then, then call Tim a woman. And you then fuck. and then complain about. Yeah. Other men not taking you, uh, be, not being men and being animalistic with you. Yes, it's you're 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 saying what you want, and then you're saying what you don't want on the same side of your mouth. And I know that sexuality and what we want is very complicated, but you can't you can't dismiss someone's sexuality. You're you are the same mores that you're complaining about. You are perpetuating. Yeah. And it makes me furious with you. Yeah. I, I find her, it's going to be, I'll, I'll say this, I'm going to try, but I'm going to really have a hard time finding any nice thing to say about her. Well, yeah, and obviously that's, a, that's something that really, you know, sets us off. Yeah. But still. Yeah. And the whole idea of he's been on social media saying, I fully understand why, uh, why Jennifer would not be with Tim. You know, look, look at the track record, basically saying that he's not man enough. So this is all such garbage, such like toxic masculinity garbage. Yeah. And for someone like Jesse to champion toxic masculinity, <laughs> like it's just ridiculous. You know what they Ugh. remind me of? They remind me of that, like, in 10 years, they'll be that couple from Best in Show with braces. <laughs> that's, that's mean to talk to do to Parker Posey. I, I shouldn't say that to Parker Posey. I should, and whatever, I forgot. John that. Michael Higgins. Yes, I shouldn't say that. That is not fair. You're it's not right. not fair. Not Busy fair. Busy B. <laughs> um, 
but he says, I am the complete package. I am, you know, I I, I love luxury. Uh, Getting and, beat by these fraud things just naked. And what does Jesse do? No, no, Jesse. Well, I think he's a full-on, like, travel influencer right now. Look. But he said a, he was there for a marketing in Russia. He's moved to Russia probably because of the tax yeah, laws. It's, it's, it's. It's he's all smoking. Like there are people that I we have friends that are legitimate influencers. Yeah, and I know people who are travel influencers. And so he's actually probably not making a lot of money. He goes to these places. He's living off things for free. Yeah, he gets to live for these things for free because he has you know how many people does he have on social media? I don't even know. Oh, I'm sure it's crazy. But they uh, we do get a little bit of um, uh, he's saying things like. Um, you know, everything happens for a reason. Oh, he does have 1.2 million followers. Of course he does. Yeah. Yeah. It helps that his body is the way it is. And then she wants to get with him because guess what? Because we already see it, y'all. There's just pictures of them traveling together. Yep. That's all they're yep. going to do is travel together. This is the thirst couple. They're if perfect you, for each if other. If you think that this is actual, y'all... Only Carl's wife thinks that there, there's actual love between these two. Carl! <laughs> Carl, that little... I've ruined it again for her. Carl, that little blonde boy, I thought found love. <laughs> but he, he didn't. <laughs> he didn't. I ruined her again. <laughs> hey, I guess that Jennifer girl ain't gonna find any love. Shoot her. Shoot her. Go give me my worthers, okay? Mama's got a dry mouth. Shoot her. Go on. Go on. So... Um, I will say, God, he is, it, it really is his face. I don't want to look at, and even his chest is fine, but when he turns around, I know he has that beautiful, like V back and his ass. It's pretty impressive. It's pretty ridiculous. I agree. But again, my penis and my brain have a fight every time. It's not my penis. <laughs> it's not my penis. Um, it's my poop shoot y'all. So. So, but you know his dick is small. My so. brown eye. Ooh, my clinker. <laughs> my fart clapper. <laughs> my gay aching. My gay aching. <sighs> Rusty trombone. Ooh, my pop top. <laughs> so, he is basically, uh, he's, he, again, he's, my he's, fart chopper. He's saying Sorry. things like, it's an illusion, y'all. Um, it's all it's, just—it's so hard to watch this person it, for me. It, it, yeah, and so he basically goes on. They talk a little bit about Darcy and all that. We're not going to talk about that. We forget. I—I I remember when he's like, she threw her Louis Vuittons at me. <laughs> Louis Vuitton. Louis Vuitton. And so he says he's not looking for short-term stuff anymore, and that he wants. I'm interested in the person. Long time. And so he's going to. Columbia, Columbia. Columbia. Meet, um, y'all. Now I will say the way that they, if you weren't on social media, the way that TLC led up to this was great. Chef's kiss, Chef's, TLC production, because he says I'm meeting someone from Columbia, and you're going. If you were a Carl's wife, yeah, you, you were like, this was a reveal for you. Oh my God, <laughs> Carl! It's that woman who dated your cousin, the one from North Carolina, the one who makes the guns with Chester the diamonds Cheetah. on them. Tell him, this is this yeah. is Tim. <laughs> it ain't easy being cheesy. <laughs> uh, oh, Tim. 
Veronica, we, we, we were saying, talking about Veronica earlier. Veronica said he likes that impression. <laughs> oh, he does? <laughs> yeah. I actually think it's interesting how, y'all, if you don't watch um, Pillow Talk, some people like Molly and Cynthia are the same exactly that yeah. they are on the show. But nope. other people, you realize they, I don't, if you ask Tim, probably he did not have a good experience filming no. this show with Jennifer. No, he did not. But on Pillow Talk, he's just himself. He's Yeah, he's kind of filterless. And I would, in a second, hang he's out fun. with him and have a drink with him. He's and fun. He's really fun. I don't love all the gun stuff. But well, um, but for him, it's an art thing. I don't think it's just about uh, shooting, I know, but it is I know. artistic. They are yeah. pretty. Uh, <laughs> just call guns pretty. I don't know. That weirded me out. <laughs> I'm not no, a gun person it's at just, all. You're trying to find some kind of silver lining. I am. I do. That's my fault. I always will find a silver lining. Yeah. Sometimes it's helpful. No, and sometimes it's sad. I know, but sometimes someone's <laughs> and in that's a, why in I a have dark to be, cave of despair. And that's why and I, need I to have show, to be here I to, call to shine it out. the light for you. So you think he needed to hear his guns were pretty? I don't know if he did or not. <laughs> anyway, I'm just saying. Not everyone needs to have a silver lining shown on them. I would love a diamond encrusted one right now to stick up your ass. <laughs> so they, Jennifer's basically rock climbing in Bucaramanga. And yes. it's this beautiful shot. Yeah. And she's like, all these machistas in Colombia, they're trying to control me, blah, blah, blah. And she talks about Tim and she's like, he repelled me. So she's, she's, She's y'all. She's going open season on him, and it's awful. She is. It, it's y'all. Don't forget. Remember, this is the way Jennifer was the first season. She's. I'm trying to think of like. She almost reminds me of like, an evil queen from Snow White or something like that. Or I'm, what movie is this? Is it Stardust, where the evil queen is beautiful, but then when they get angry, they they're actually they transform and become this horrible like. Hag. Yeah. I can't think of that movie. But she's ugly on the inside. But that is Ugh. she really is like really petty and really insecure. And when, actually insecure sounds empathetic. And when she feels she's disrespected just mean. when she feels disrespected, uh she lashes out and throws out the lowest hanging fruit possible and, that he's not a man. And he's, she's not empathetic at nope. all. Nope. It's very this is what will be interesting. I can't believe I'm saying this. I could see Jennifer actually being the one who takes advantage of Jesse. Yeah. She, do you hear what she said? She's like, I want a real man who can make a fire for me. I'm like, but you don't like these, as you call this, uh, machistas. So what and do you, you want? And you, it's, well, it's a very complicated thing, but it's just... She is capitalizing on the same standard, the same standard she, she hates. You know what I think why she's upset about Tim still? Actually, I, ju- I, just, it just, I just figured it out. Because, y'all, I get it. She is unbelievably beautiful. She is. She is, and like, gorgeous yeah, beautiful. Yeah, model beautiful. She does not understand why Tim didn't want to have sex want with her. Want to ravish her immediately. It's not about Tim. It's that she felt Tim... She felt like with Tim, because Tim wanted to get to know her yeah. and wanted to treat her somewhat respectfully and was probably also really intimidated by her and nervous yeah. and scared because Tim is just that way. She, instead of, she feels so, 
she that was probably one of the first times in her life she felt not pretty and not desired. And instead of talking about it, she just got resentful. Resentful. And he didn't know what was going on. And just became like a harpy. Yeah. Just screaming at him and called. I just figured it her out. That's it, y'all. Congratulations. Or as Natalie says, Congratulations, America. Congratulations, America. Um, I will wonder. I will wonder. I will wonder. <laughs> I, do, I go wonder. I go wonder. So, you guys, the next thing, she's talking with her cousin, Vanessa. Or she, sorry, she met Jesse. She's talking about Jesse. She reached out on social media, sent him a message. He responded within a year. A year. It took like, him a year, so y'all. Sorry, I did not see whatever. I, I need I need everyone to hear this. If you send someone an Instagram message in a year and they send you something back, they're not interested. Or I mean, maybe because he has a million followers, maybe he wasn't following her. So he could have not he probably like I have not in my followers, but like in my regular request. Right. I have 52 messages right now I haven't read for right. like three or four months. But just because we've been busy. Right. He probably does. I, I don't guess, mean to defend him, but, but I bet in his other messages, he probably year? has a lot. And also, they're connected in the same universe. But he probably doesn't follow people because he's thinking about himself. True. But like... The thing about it is, you guys, when when you're on a show like this, even if you're in a foreign country, you get a PR person. I'm almost certain they could have had someone from them. I bet he goes through them. I just, I'm talking about her. Oh, she could have had a PR person. It's just like, I feel like she's a model. Yeah. I feel like this could have happened so much easier. I don't know. The youngins, that's how they do. They slide in the dooms. And the dooms. And the uh, dooms. So he, she's talking with her cousin, Vanessa, and her daughter is three, uh, Violeta. And she's like, I want a band to be animalistic with me. And then we... Sex is very important to me. Yeah, she's, she's saying that. And then we, we, we hear about Kakwa, and who's the other man... A hush that, comes over the gaze. She's like... Uh, I know, I went... Kakwa. Every time we say his name, it's like Kakwa. I wish we had Gary. Kakwa. Every time we said his name, just put in Ooh. boing. <laughs> um, boing. <laughs> like the juice harp sound. Oh, yeah, it's for our boners. Um, and then he said, uh, we haven't had. She said. What? She said. She said. It's right. She said, we haven't had the, I've talked with him. I haven't ta- told him. So obviously she's been talking to this guy and going out with this guy almost and talking to Jesse the entire time she's been seeing this guy. Mm-hmm. Already, y'all, that's shitty. That yeah. is shitty. I mean, she says Jesse and her have never been exclusive. But he's coming to visit her. That's a pretty exclusive thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's very Stephen-esque. Stephen yeah. with a V. Yeah. Um. So, so y'all, we meet Kakwa because she's going to explain... Uh, oh. that she needs now. My first, what I first wrote down. Holy fuck! I wrote it's huge. huge. I just wrote y'all, 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 y'all. And Kakwa is her high school friend, and she was always. Oh, and I did write. I wrote y'all, 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 and then I wrote y'all. It's huge. <laughs> It's huge, y'all. Columbia is up there in the dick chain. Oh, it is. You know, there is... Um, there's, I've seen there's several six... films. Yes. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> all based in Columbia. Uh, there is... Uh, there's the... Y'all, because there is the Dick Riviera. 
<laughs> but there's also in a certain little Columbia, the Dick Andes. The, <laughs> there is the Dick Andes. Columbia runs all the way up. Brazil, yeah, goes up to Costa Rica. Yeah, Ooh. all of that. No, the Andes don't go up to Costa Rica. They I gotta don't? buy you I that. The Andes go up all the way. They go down to South America, and then they come they, up and they stop. And they, they don't stop go in all Mexico. the way down. The Andes is, are not a North American thing. Are not a. Are not a. Uh, I thought the Andes go like Peru and all that. Yeah, but that's but Costa Rica's way up in Central America. I thought it stops since it does it stop before Central America. Yeah. Oh, okay, that's what I didn't know. Um, but yeah, Peru. Yeah. Um, oh. Uh, oh. I don't know if they go all the way up to Colombia. I think they probably do. I don't know. Um, or there's another mountain Come range. Come at us, sissy Chris. But they are... Uh, the, di- the, the dick picking around there is spectacular, oh, I hear. It's, I, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, so they've known each other since high school. Um, Come at me, Colombian boys. And so Jennifer tells him, she says, like, look. I'm interested in you. Obviously, I have history with you, but Jesse's coming. And she says, I'm more interested in him. Yeah. I'm just... And Kakua says, the best thing that you can say to Poodle whenever Poodle tries to break <laughs> up with you. This will make me turn on a dime, and, too. And he looks straight at her and he says, the truth is, I don't intend on letting you go like that. <laughs> Y'all... Even with his adult braces, I'm into it. He said, I will fight for her because she's the best sexual partner I've ever oh had. Oh, my. God. And then, then he's like, do you think he can touch you like I can? Yeah. I, I, I ran around the couch. <laughs> I lost my mind. He, I actually. He we, doesn't uh, touch you like that. Do, do, do. There's a stranger in <laughs> my house. Boom, boom. Somebody's coming. It's gonna be me. <laughs> what? Somebody's coming. That's not in the song. I know, but I was coming. Oh. <laughs> when he says, um, I like how he use makeup lyrics, and I go, what? <laughs> he says, I want to meet him. Oh, of course meet, you do. I want to meet this tasteless man. And that's where, because she says he's a Dutchman. And that's where, I want to say exactly what he said. He said, how can a Dutchman compare with a Latino? And that's when he starts saying, will he fulfill you? Never. <gasps> will he touch you like me? No mas. No mas. Never. <laughs> he won't fulfill you. I wrote you. down, I'm so fucking turned on right now. I was... I actually, my dick moved. And then, <laughs> ironically, Kakua, Kakua says, he's just an illusion. I, Using Jesse's words against him. It says, I, hopefully he will be what you want him or imagine him to be. I'm hoping, and you guys, if you were watching this and you speak Spanish, tell us if that was the exact translation. I, I'm interested. In I that. have a feeling that that might have been a creative translation. More importantly, I need that Instagram. Oh, yeah. I need Kakwa. I need cock shuts of Kakwa. If there if there is an OnlyFans, I'm paying a hundred dollars a month already. I don't know if I pay a hundred. What if he sitting Someone there, send him to me? What if he's sitting there stroking his dick and he's like, Will he touch you like me? Never. Maybe. Maybe we can ride it. You know what? I don't pay what? for porn. We should we should put all of these ninety day OnlyFans on our on our reality gaze credit card. It's a business expense. <laughs> I don't know if that could be research. called a legitimate business <laughs> Come expense. Come at us, accountant sissies. 
Um, so let's go. I, I'm saying, th- sorry, wordless. I think he might be the hottest. He's guy. one of the hottest guys in the universe. The, I'm. I think universe. he's the hottest ninety day guy we've ever seen. Y'all, I like I say. I mean, usually, adult braces are a no go for me. I'm. Uh, but I got past them real for quick. For me, he's only a second to Devar. But you I know how I felt about Devar. I think he's above Devar for me. But he's more your yeah, yeah your type yeah. yeah. Um. Whoa. Holy shit! Y'all, that is a sneaky snake. No, it's not. It is not a sneaky snake. It is a huge bat that hits you over the head with it. It is a no. Like we're talking baseball bat. Just across your face, slap, slap, slap. Your face is red, but you don't care. Let's move on. I just went somewhere. Um, So, y'all, Jesse, of course, is naked in the shower again. How many more butt shots can we have? That I don't mind. And he's wearing that kind of bathrobe that looks kind of like a boxing robe. Which I guess they're not going to show any of that on TLC. No. All that. You know what? I bet they're going to cut this down to an hour-long episode on TLC. Maybe. This was an hour and 35 minutes. Um, so they could, with all the ads, it could be an hour and 25. Yeah, that's true. Maybe they'll, so, oh, they're the 35 and they'll cut the 10 minutes out of, yeah. That's that what I sense. said earlier, but that's okay. I didn't listen to you. <laughs> didn't God. want to. So anyway, he's saying things, do you know the language he uses with her really, really gets me. He's like, she has such a pure soul. She's such a beauty. He's always talking about women being pure and and kind and and there's he never and he's like talks about attractive but he talks about sex and 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 human attraction in a very cerebral and like tries to be a very poetic way yeah he thinks he's it's, a philosopher it's very bloodless yeah and and it's, it just tells you he's he's a he is an illusion he, he is I've a said it before with Darcy's in y'all He's sociopath. Yeah, yeah. I don't think he has empathy at all for people. He doesn't know It's a very how. dangerous person, really. I, 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 he does not know how to feel yeah. emotions. So they go to the airport, and then basically Jennifer is meeting him at the airport. She's nervous because what if they don't have chemistry? Oh, my God. What's going to happen? Spoiler alert. Of course they're going to have chemistry because they're going to use each other. They're still together. Shocking. Shocking. So Shocking. Oh, Shall we talk about Gibby? Hey, Come on, Mom. Pee-wee. We're going hey, to go find, find the guy, Pee-wee. Oh, Mom, I've been looking for a mole. We can go find the guy. Really? Oh, boy, Mama. And then we can marry them, and then we can love them, and then we can kill them. Pee-wee, don't want to murder him. What? What? I want to gamble, Mom. I want Give me love. that gamble, I want money. love, Pee-wee. All right, fine. I need to go. I need to go. I've been finger-banging myself way too long. Y'all, she has. <laughs> Debbie using toys. About it. Y'all, Debbie appropriately is 69. I'm here for this sex positivity. Y'all, again, for Debbie. we manifested this. We said we wanted her on the single life. You're welcome, Matt Sharp. So, I think they listen to us. So They don't. I don't um, know why you won't let us interview Sean Robinson. I've emailed her five, five times. So Debbie says... I was married. Uh, again, we we don't have we don't need to be introduced to who Debbie is. She's Colt's no. mom. Colt and Medessa are married for three months now. Uh, Colt was on the Single Life last season. She was married to her husband Harley for twenty seven years. She's like my best friend, my lover. He died thirteen years ago of massive heart attack suddenly. I believe it was Colt's dad. Yeah, 
And yeah. uh, and she's like, I describe myself as a helicopter mother, and that's y'all. That yeah. is very accurate because her son is her life. Yes, and, and but but she loves Vanessa for yeah. once, and she's happy with it. I want to say I want to say that this is this is the healthiest that I've ever seen Debbie take her life. Take to well, I think she's had a, an tack. about face, and yeah. I think what's happened is because she, like she said at the beginning, she said uh, she's getting that butterfly tattoo, and that. And good for her. Her first tattoo ever. She's like, it's covering up an age spot. And but <laughs> it's covering up an age spot. But she uh she basically gets that tattoo because she wants it. She's like, I'm like a butterfly. She she's coming out of her cac- cocoon. And I wrote, Good for you. Good for you. Because y'all, here's the deal is that she is a helicopter mom. Yeah. And her whole life She's finding her a new identity. She's been in totally invested and in all just cult stuff. But guess what? Colt's now married to Vanessa. They're a couple. They're starting their life. And it's like Debbie said, it feels like this was a breakup. Yeah. And, and y'all, this realization is super healthy. And that, it's and, healthy because this happens to a lot of parents. Is they're like, I give my all to my kid. But y'all, that's this being the selflessness of a yeah. parent. You give your all to the kid. And guess what? They fly the nest and right. leave you and live their life. That's part of it. And we all know, like, I feel like still with my... And if you're a poodle, with, you never call your mother enough. <laughs> with my mother, I think my mother figured out who she was aside from having children, but it took her a while. My, took her... My mother was better at this. She was because she would actually, growing up, she would comment and she would say, I'm not going to be like so-and-so's mom and do everything for you. Yeah. A, you need to learn to do it. But she would also specifically say, she's like, and I've got my own things to do. Yeah. So we always knew that she had her life. And and now my mom's more of a grandmother. and But she still, she does have things that she she's does. a lot of stuff she does with Muffin. But... <laughs> God. Make sure you know the, the FedEx man. She has to give her two to, two treats, or she'll get in the get in the FedEx truck. <laughs> Some of the FedEx men don't know don't know the rules. Um, boy, but so she says. Uh, the, the, she, we see pictures of her when she was younger, and we've seen them on social media. She was a Betty, y'all. Yeah, she's beautiful. she was that Italian. She had looked. I think they, Very she's Italian. Italian. Yeah. yeah. Um. But she said, I haven't dated since my 30s. And uh, and she's on a dating app, which she's not really. She's like, I was catfished by a Nigerian. She's like, yeah, she's like, I keep getting catfished. And she says, I don't have a lot of dating confidence. And I'm, um, I'm trying to, I did this dating app. She's like, it's terrible. She said, I'm looking for commitment. She's like, but I'm also looking for sex. Yeah. And she enjoys sex. She's like, I want to get I, mine. I am glad she's saying that. And I think it is. I think it is super brave for her to be on TV saying that. Yes, y'all, if you think it's weird watching Mother Debbie, because it's Debbie that freaks you, grows you yeah. out, whatever, that's fine. That's fine. But if you think it's weird, you're like, oh, people of this age shouldn't talk about that, I would just say revisit some things in yourself. You might, and you might be that. 70 one day, yeah, you and might. you need to get yours. Yeah. You need to get your pickle sucked. Yep. Or your or your starfish fucked. Yes. <laughs> yes. Pickle sucked or starfish fucked. <laughs> Your poop chopper. <laughs> poop chopper. Well, that's gross. <laughs> Jesus. That's the last one you can do. It's not good. Um, 
So she's meeting her friends, Dawn and Audrey. Now, I feel like these are real friends. Real friends, she says, yes. She said, yeah, we go, we go to the casino about every other week. Because you know Ooh. Debbie loves a casino. Mama, we going to have that buffet again? I want to eat bigger. Peewee, be careful. Okay, man. I hope <laughs> I get mac and cheese again. It's my favorite. Peewee, you know we can't afford a buffet. So, yes, she's been catfished three times. And she says, well, I met this one guy. She's like, connected with one person. She's like, uh, we met. And he came over and fucked me. <laughs> and y'all, Debbie I, just <laughs> says it. And she's like, it's so she owns it. She's, she's like, not yeah. shy about it. She's she, like, you know, I was like shaving my underarms, and she's like, I didn't know. Also, knew I need to shave down there. So Debbie, she's like, she's did like, it I work tried. out? She's like, I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully. <laughs> so y'all, she's like, she said, I hope it's been so long. I hope it doesn't seal back up. And she, I laugh. She then says, y'all, this guy was a terrible lay because he told me to shut up. Now, and and Debbie says. <laughs> He, yeah, he said I was talking. He told me to shut up. And Dawn, her friend, says, "Well, Debbie's always talking anyway." And but here's the thing: I will say this: when you're having sex with someone, and yes, they're talking a lot, the worst thing you can do is tell them to shut up. Now, take a page from my book and just cover their mouth. <laughs> but that's because Poodle's a talker. I, I'm a talker, but. When it's when it's dirty talk, there's a lot of yeah, yeah, yeah. do you like that? Tell me how uh-huh. much you like that. And the and the play by play. So now I'm I'm so now I'm fucking you. Uh-huh. So now I'm I'm like this is not you're you're not Jim Lampley and this is not a football game. Well, it's funny. Did I just get that right? His name I, is Jim Lamp Jim I Lampley. I don't know. I don't know. Stop giving me a play by play. Well, here's the deal. Is y'all Again, remember that boom operator that Poodle fucked? Well, Poodle <laughs> called him again, and we actually have the audio of <laughs> Debbie getting fucked. We actually have the sex audio that we're going to play for you today. <laughs> Don't ask how Poodle got it, but let's just say he couldn't walk for oh, three days. The things that I've done for y'all. Ugh. All right, everybody. All right, here um, we go. And play. play. You like that, baby? You like that? I like, you, I like you want, you want, you want like, that? What? You know, I really like and what? I like it when you twiddle my nipples. Twiddle my nipples. Why are you singing like that? Get down on my pussy. What? Get down on my pussy. What you want me to do on your pussy? My pussy. You just go to town on it. I don't like it. I don't like it. Give me a little swirl. A little swirl with your tongue. Now, now, further uh, up, uh, up, okay, down, can I up, just, down, okay, up, do I have, up, down, down, right, A, do I, A, B, do start. I have to, do I have to be directed so much? Okay, you gotta shut up. <laughs> up, up, down, down. <laughs> That's it, y'all. Is that the infinite lives code in Contra? <laughs> Well, a part of my childhood just died. <laughs> Y'all, I everybody remembers where they were, if you're over the age of 40, where the day you found out Contra had an infinite lives code. <laughs> it, it, down, down, left, right, A, B, start. Or up, left, up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, A, B, start. That's what it was. Wow. How do I, God, the things we remember. Wow. 
and I can't remember what I had for breakfast this morning. Wow. So anyway, anyway where were we? That. I'm glad. I'm glad we we heard that. Thanks again, Poodle. Um, thanks again. It, it, I did it. What I did, what I could. Did what you could. So she says it's um it's gonna be. She's like, I'm glad the opportunity I got to get have sex for the first time before I started dating after she's like, thirteen. I'm glad years. I got it out of the way. Yeah. And so she's like, you know, maybe I'm just too used to my toys. <laughs> maybe I'm too used to my good stuff. And she's like. I love the editing of this because Debbie says, I just have to keep trying, trying because I have a huge sex drive. Cut to sex drive. Vanessa cutting a salami. Yeah, we're having a well nice done. charcuterie of but summer sausage. Well done. So basically, y'all. Hickory for, Farms. For Colt and Vanessa. You would eat it. Yeah, I would. Colt says, uh, we're they're kind talking of about. a little bit, but They're yeah. talking about sex, and you, we've already. We've already established that Colt needs sex like six times a day. And basically, this isn't about them, but it's about she lives with them, and they're, y'all, they want to live by themselves. They're, and, and the whole thing is, is Debbie comes down there, and Colt says, I don't know if this is true, but maybe, but Debbie seemed really upset like she didn't know, but Colt tells her basically that, um, yeah, well, first of all, he says, Cole we need says, our well, privacy. You know, we need our privacy. He said, we and were fine says, when you brought that gentleman caller. And she does which say. Which is what Poodle calls his people. <laughs> had 13 gentlemen callers in one evening. I just want to say that Colt and Poodle both call them <laughs> gentlemen callers. Well, it comes from Glass Menagerie. And so, he, they when said. When Amanda Wingfield, I had 15 mm, gentlemen callers in an oh afternoon. Lord. And so, Colt says to get out of the house, they drove all the way to the border. Yeah. Just to, and, and so, they're all they're in a bit. And he, and Colts Debbie says, "I don't care if the door is closed. I don't go and knock." And he knows not to and, go in there. And interestingly enough, she's okay. She's like, "Well, I knew we were gonna be separating a little bit. You know, gonna be separating from me. Get, get your freedom." And Colt basically Wait. says, "Yeah, we're moving out in three months." Yay, mom! <laughs> it's just you and me. Be quiet, Pee Wee. Be quiet, Pee Wee. She's not gonna like this one. So, I did say. If this wasn't scripted, this was a really crappy way to tell her this. It was this. a really cruel way. Um, I feel like this, to me, from what we saw before, this felt massaged. I think it did. However, Debbie's pissed and kind of like teary. Pissed. Yeah, it's sad. She goes up there and she calls him up. She calls her own son a fucking bastard. <laughs> Well, there's a love that that's, there, there's a Debbie. We know you just start to feel for her. And then she's calling her son a fucking bastard. And like, oh, there and she is. keeps saying, I'm going to be thrown out in the street. I, she's not going to be thrown out in the but street. But that is, but that is a normal, or that is a common fear with people she's that being, are seeing, She feels like she's being rejected. Because look, Colt, Colt has a good job. Colt makes, I guess he money. does. Yeah. I mean, he works in tech and pro, um, he, he has a good job, especially now that the pandemic, because I think the pandemic kind of hurt him a little, because yeah. he works like with casinos and things yeah. like that. But tech and casinos. That's all coming back, especially tech and like he's got a job, job security. He has a nice house in Vegas. Y'all, she doesn't pay rent. No. We, as far as we know, Debbie just lives off of social security and probably her ex husband's social security. I'm sure that Colt that will give her money. So he's going to, but she's thinking like this. I don't know. Hopefully, this doesn't drive a wedge between her and Vanessa. Well, what should have? What should have? Said, she said though, Colt got married and didn't tell me. Yeah. Now he's telling me this isn't the Colt I know. Ugh. What should have happened is he said, "So the lease is up soon, Mom. 
we're going to spend the next three months looking for places. We're going to help you. We're going to help you. Ne- because what it sounded like was, yep, we're moving out in three months. Find it. You're, you're off to your own devices. Yeah. Um, I doubt that was that either either they told her for the reaction or that really, even, even as shitty as Colt's been, I don't think he would do that. She'll be fine. Y'all, I don't think it's super hard to find apartments in Vegas. No. But maybe it is. Come at us, Vegas sissies. Um, All right. Shall we move on to our... Uh, oh, we're not that long. I think my least favorite person Boy, we've I, had in several I, years. I wrote a lot I, about her. I don't know. I don't know. Jesse's pretty far down the list, but... This we're it, talking about Stephanie, y'all. It's time to I, talk about Stephanie. I want to reiterate Ella, Stephanie and Erica. I want to reiterate that I think a lot of we a lot of times we watch 90 Day Fiance, especially the regular seasons, so that we will empathize and we will root for couples to stay together. Mm-hmm. We'll we'll watch them fight through things. Mm-hmm. I think this version of the show, this this season is kind of a troll season. I feel like that I they now the producers will say we cast them because they are they're compelling. No, it, it feels a little bit more documentarian style. Like we're just showing you some of these people that are horrible people. Yeah, and but it's good. I I I can't imagine anyone who really was a big Stephanie fan. A lot of people didn't like her. Yeah. Um, a lot of people didn't like you her. You have Jesse and Jennifer, and then you've got uh, uh, he or should not be named, who we're not even covering. And, and Sinjin will be weird to see, because Sinjin, first season, Sinjin was kind of, and Tania looked horrible, but then the second season, of hap- or their season of Happily Ever After, Sinjin looked pretty yep. gross. Yeah, we're going to have to see what happens with that. So we're going to have to see. And we've heard. I think her Tania's dating a woman now. A good real, for her. Rumored. Somebody's like, I can't believe it. I can. I know. They're like, Cole? <laughs> Cole, she, Cole, I think she's with a woman. <laughs> she's had that vibe for as soon as she met us. Shooter's just looking down, looking up at mom <laughs> and just shaking that his idiot. head like that. I'm blind and I still can tell. <laughs> I'm blind like truffles. Yes, but I know. So So let's talk about Stephanie. Y'all, she's watching baking videos because that's her porn. This is another person, you guys. If you you don't remember who Stephanie is, she created this YouTube persona. We don't. That's what we don't remember who Stephanie is because we don't know who she is. That's very true. But um, so she she's created this YouTube this persona, sultry, very sexualized confident YouTube persona, but sex it's, positive, and that could not be further from who she is in real life. And I'm not faulting her for that in a in a way, and I'll talk about this later. But sometimes the way that she opens up about her uncomfortable with sexuality, I think a lot of women and some men I, have the. I agree, but that's kind of the only little like bit of humanity I feel like we get of her. And I think it's good that we're seeing someone who's been, who's younger, who's been celibate for a while, who wants to talk about it. Because there are other people out there who are the same way. Celibate, yeah. And they're trying to get out of, they're like, how do I, how do I, how do I end this celibacy without, without, and where I'm going to tell someone, how do I do this? This is a great moment. I wish it was a different spokesperson. Yeah. I mean, it is like, I mean, Poodle, you do that. You don't have as much sex as you let put on on the podcast. That's just an act, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
Right. So, yeah, I, I, all an exaggeration. Yeah. Oh, my. The phone's and going you, off. You, my, <laughs> pick up your phone and look at your grinder. Had three notifications. Yo, it's grinder literally went off. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, totally. Oh, I agree. Just like though. Stephanie. I, I wish she had another. But anyway. I wish um, she had a different personality. Well, here's the thing. We, we, we talked a little bit about her. We talked about this on her season with Erica. That the problem with Stephanie is that she doesn't really, she doesn't think that the duality between who she is on her YouTube videos and who she is as a person, she doesn't feel that she needs to explain that. She, she just expects people to roll with it, That which is what happened with Erica. Erica thought she was very sexually uh, uh, kind of opinionated and very mm-hmm. se- wanting physical touch, which is what she talked about in her YouTube videos. Yeah. Which makes sense. And and Erica was completely, used this word earlier, she felt completely bamboozled by her yeah. and just lied to. And, you know, here's the deal, though, with Stephanie. You might disagree with me on this, but... Well, I don't think you will. Y'all, she's kind of a star. She is. I think she has that. I agree. She's a performer. I agree. She's a performer, but that's also the problem. You feel like she's always performing. But she gives these great one-liners of like, some people like cock, I like cake. She is much more relatable than Jessica or Jennifer. Much Much more more relatable. She's not Jessica, you mean Jesse? Did, Did I say, say Jessica? Jessica? Yeah, Jesse. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, because I graduate, I graduate, and, and went to elementary school with two friends who were named Jessica and Jennifer, and they were friends, and they went everywhere to get to. Are they friends though. now? No. Oh, <laughs> well, that's sad. We had like four Jennifers, and there was just thing. Oh, yeah, Jennifer and Jessica are having this. We had a lot of Jennifers and Jessica. Yeah, that was the name. What's the name? So, uh, she's basically saying. She's still doing that her whole, she's like. And she's been single for a year and a half now. And she hasn't had sex for two and a half years, I believe, right? And she said, that's what she said. I feel like in real life, I feel like a potato. And now, look, again, I I do like that she's, y'all, she's beautiful and she's very curvy. She has beautiful body. So I do think that there is this expectation of women in society of when you look like that, you should know how to be. Because this is what images tell us, that women are so aware and they're able to be so. So, again, I like the themes. I just, like you said, I just don't like the theme giver. And and the way she talks about it is kind of putting herself in martyrdom. A little, and you, and you kind of think, though, but maybe she's turned a, either turned a leaf or maybe we're going to finally see the real person. And I, and I don't think she's a bad person. No, not I, at all. Because I think on Pillow Talk with her and her mom, you see some authentic things. She doesn't feel like she has to perform. No, because her, her mom's really funny. Her real, she can just be herself on yeah. Pillow Talk. She's much more likable on that. And I just... And her mom is really funny. But here's the deal. I, I think this will co- uh, yeah. collaborate what you're trying to say. Y'all, I kind of thought, okay... I'm going to give her another chance. She seems a little less insufferable. She's right. still talking about, but she seems kind of like she's being tongue in cheek. Like she, like she, she gets that She's kind of a joke, almost like the way maybe Darcy or someone understands yeah. that. And then she goes on this date with this <laughs> poor guy. David. I'm just going to y'all. This is a, she goes on this date and maybe this is the editing, but she never once asked this guy no, a question about himself. She talks about herself the entire date, and it is 
nauseating. And she doesn't just talk about herself. She bombs him with all of these things Gee, to make weird. him run for the hills. Y'all, if you go on a date with somebody and they're like, oh my God. I, they laugh at something they're like, oh my gosh, everybody says I have such a weird I laugh. I hate my laugh. Oh my gosh, I'm so weird. Oh my gosh, I'm, 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 I'm. If you're going on a date with an Imer, do not go on a second date with Amen. Uh, do not. So, this guy is cute. He's just regular. I'm like, this- He's got some DSLs. I agree. So, she says, she tells him right away, she's like, I should tell you that I'm bisexual. I'm fine with that. I think there might have been an easier way- to talk about that, like when you talk about your relationships, yeah. instead of saying, yeah. instead of defining yourself right away as a bisexual. Yeah. Um, and she says, uh, she's talking about, I don't know if she says this to him. Maybe she does. I can see this. She's like, the female form just excites me more than the male form. Like, you know, those balls. And then she says, I wrote down, you, you right, exactly. She's talking about everything she likes and what she likes sexually, and and what she likes with guys or girls, and he's just sitting here like trying to he's absorb. He's just like going, "Whoa, um, uh, I wore my new Allbirds for this. <laughs> I I haven't worn I haven't I haven't worn anything but Under Armour, yeah. in three months, exactly. And and she's like, uh, she's like." Did she, she didn't say this. She said this in her in the moment. In the moment. I just found out that when a guy's having doggy style sex with you, he can see your butthole. But see, that, if she was like, those little things that she says, I just realized a guy can see your butthole. I don't want them looking at my butthole. In a, if she was less self-centered, yeah, it would make her, that's like a funny, like, thing right. she could say. It would be like, oh my God, I never thought about that either. But that's... that's but she's being honest about that. But it, she says, y'all, I think Stephanie read Men Are From Mars and Women Are From Venus. And she thinks that's the way to figure out. Because she flat out says, it's just women are so overcritical and oh. analyze everything. And men just don't do that. And look, they're, they're, do can women be more critical? Possibly. But also maybe that's because society tells women to overanalyze everything yeah. and over because they're women and they're getting sexually harassed. Like they're have a lot more shit to deal with men. He, but the way she just puts these two <sighs> sexes in a binary. Yeah. Well, it was, I think, ugh, I, didn't I think it. she's, she's performing at that point. She's performing the whole time. She's performing her, like she's on YouTube and, uh, and she says to, she tells him about Erica and uh, and I think she even said this in her in the moment. Erica expected this very sexual, very entertaining person because that's what you are on YouTube, and and probably that's what you were on text, and you probably were that on the exactly. phone. You were hiding behind, and then y'all, even if it's video chat, this is why I say I am not a big proponent of. Obviously, you want to assess your safety, go to a public place for a first date, but um. Meeting somebody on app, I don't like this like three weeks of getting to know someone because yeah. I just feel, but it's different. This is a man speaking. It's different when you're a woman and you want to make sure you're safe. Yeah. But there's. What this, if it's long distance? But that's like different. They were. If it's forced long different yeah. distance. But there's just, but because I've met, but maybe just because we're in LA and we have a lot of performers here, yeah. but I think a lot of people, even small towns, they delay it and delay it and delay it, and then you meet them in person, and they're nothing like what you've even talked to on Zoom. I'll talk to someone 
on the phone after a, after let's say if we've texted back and forth for a week, seven or ten days. I think that's fine, but there's yeah. some people I remember when I was online dating, it would be like a week and I would say, Hey, we should jump on a call or maybe go to a coffee and they're like I just want to talk online more. And I would say, Oh, they would, okay, they would give you that. They're not, because there's people that want these like online chat relationships. Yeah, I hear you. And these, and I think that's what but, Stephanie wanted. She didn't want a real relationship. She wasn't ready for it. I feel like they're, and not to disparage you and yours, I feel like they give you clues earlier that that's what they want. Possibly. I've had that. Po- and, but that's learning. Yeah. The clues of when you're dating, you know? And so, um, because someone who is interested, who's, uh, in in my experience, this is I'll give you I'll give you my secrets. If someone I usually that's it. <laughs> if I'm going to I let them know immediately that I'm interested by by saying let's take it off this app by text. Yeah, that's how they know. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then then if I'm if they're not going to they just only want to chat. Yeah, I agree. That's how and, I learned too. I would give them my phone number and say give yeah, me a text or call and nothing. they never use my phone. Great. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that is, that's the first kind of show your cards. Yeah. Um, and I, that's what I would uh, tell you guys to do if you're worried about those endless the little texts. That, and then, to me, there are people who do that way early. Like, you'll have five texts back and forth. Like, you want to talk offline? I'm like, no. No, but a week is a good time. Oh, like, yeah, plenty of time. Yeah, yeah I agree. Yeah, I I would have told you when you're online dating, you need to if if you're getting someone who doesn't want to talk to you. I didn't do a lot boom. of online dating though. I started to do that, and then it became really popular, and then I got in a relationship. So I haven't I haven't done it a lot. I mean, I'm hooking up. That's a different thing. Yeah, that was you know, you just put out the bat signal. <laughs> but what you're saying is online for for me. I never really saw the, the 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 dividing line between online dating and apps and hookup apps. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I think you were seeing it as two different things. I think they were all the same things for a lot of people. Yeah, that's true. Um, that's true. I didn't think of it as like a courtship ritual. I was just thinking whoever I talked to, mm-hmm. and then it would lead to from there. Yeah. So I think it's whatever you. I think if you. I think if you go into online dating. Looking for right away a relationship. Yeah. I think that's, uh, I think you just need to go in there to meet people. Yeah. If you're going, I'm going to, this is going to be my next relationship. It's not going to go well for you, honey. That's just my two cents. He's learned that one. Um, so <laughs> let's, let's keep talking about this date. So she says, um, uh, she's like, I felt terrible at the relationship. And she says, I don't know. She even tells him, I don't know how to even like hug anymore. You know, I'm basically a virgin. I've been celibate for two and a half years. Again, Again she is bombing this guy. Bombing him with everything about her. Because you know why? She's trying to make him run away. Yeah. Because Textbook. We, we found out later, she's not that interested in him. No. She probably saw him and she was like, oh, I'm not really into this. And, in, and she even says... Kind of at the end oh, of the day. This chilled my blood. Instead of saying... You know what? I I've enjoyed this. Instead of for us dating, I'm more interested in just like us being some type of friends. I was so grossed Instead, out by she's this. She's like, "Oh my god, we're gonna be best friends." And you see and David his go, "Face, uh, oh, y'all." She just decreed 
what she wanted the friendship to be. This is number one. This is insensitive. Be direct. Be kind. And tell it people wasn't what kind. you think. It wasn't. Kind. She was trying to be nice, and actually was cruel. Yeah. Oh, it was so awful. Now we should say that she, uh, she partly why she was celibate is that she had like a it wasn't a, cancer, a plastic she, anemia. Yeah, and so it, uh, it dealt with her bone marrow. And so it, she the meds about made it. her go into almost a menopause. She said she was very like super vaginally dry. A lot. She just had no sex yeah. drive, and she's in remission now for her aplastic anemia, which is a great thing. So much that she we're proud for her. Good for her, and she's having brunch with Sanders and Heather. Y'all remember the, the Sanders drunk and friends from the, the drug friends from, from the tell all who were. Who were basically screaming and drunk Just there like, Hi! to Erica and her friends? They yeah. were really, really drunk, and they so were awful. They, um, she tells them she didn't steal a spark. But y'all, Stephanie's doing something that you should never do. I'm going to say this right now, and I have a really strong opinions about this. If you find a hairstylist that you like <laughs> I agree with this. that cuts your hair well, I agree with this. You do not. Fuck where you get your hair cut. Amen. Do you I, know how hard it is I to find a good stylist? Because her hair looks great. I wrote down, don't fuck your hairstylist, girl. This is a terrible, terrible because idea. Because good luck. Good luck. Because not every city has a Vidal Sassoon Academy. <laughs> Do you know how hard it's going to be to find someone to cut your hair well? This was... Into a good color. Because her hair looks great. She is just... I. I feel and like not only is it her hairstylist, <laughs> it's her best friend's so hairstylist. So she would fuck up. So she, she would fuck up her friend. She's as well. gonna fuck up a lineage of good hair. I don't care if you live in New York you City. Know, it is really hard to find someone I to cut love, your hair well. I love how adamant <gasps> you are about this, and I totally agree with this you. This upset me. Um, I, I'm done. I and I wrote this Idiot. down. You can just tell that Stephanie second guesses everything. everything in her life and she polls all of her friends and she, she needs constant validation from her friends on what type of sandwich to get from Jimmy's Deli. <laughs> and she even says, I love this hairstyles because she's a tomboy and she's feminine. But we were so then she says the date that she went on was actually a photo shoot for her YouTube thing. YouTube and thing. they, but we took a bath together. So this girl probably didn't even think it was a date. This is what she's so frustrating to me. You know what kind of, and just maybe just because experience and just working with people, and I, so I don't want to put this out there like I'm making like a therapist declaration on this because this is her life. But there is like signs like there either Stephanie's had like PTSD I about especially with or like sexual abuse because the way she jumps to that and the way she I I just wonder if it's something deeper you know I especially when it talked about touching and intimacy and contact I only bring this up because I want people that watch this if they're seeing this in other people to have empathy for them yeah that maybe it's not that they're weird or they're going through but there could be something deeper but it's it's a checklist, or, the telltale signs of someone who's experienced or, or emotional like that. neglect as a child. Yeah, it's that's check, what check, 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 uh, check. I was thinking. It's just or had a strong figure that completely abandoned them in their yeah. life. There's, check, check, there's check. a lot of unprocessed trauma with Stephanie. Yes, yeah. And so I just think so. I do hold a bit of um, maybe that's why a bit of empathy for her because I just don't I, I think we. Know I'm the story. giving her another shot, but 
it's going to be a hard slog, I'm going to tell you now, because she does everything so wrong. And And y'all, that's not the end of her. There's more that happened in this episode because they put so much in this episode. I just wrote down, she's, when I was talking about polling her friends, she is not an active participant in her life. Yeah, that's what that's what she, she is not driving the car of her life. And may, being an active participant, what I think what what Jake means by that, one of those things is making decisions and accepting where the chips fall on right. based on your own decisions. You might not make the best decisions, but you make them and you learn from but those. But she decisions. refuses to make a decision. Yes. She refuses to act and then blames herself for it. And because she's afraid of the repercussions. Yeah. The worst thing that could happen is some type of failure. That's the only thing that I think is interesting about watching Stephanie and probably why we get so... um, I find it very frustrating. Triggered, frustrating by her is because we all have parts of ourselves. Stephanie is like sometimes that inside critic that we hear talking. Oh, yeah. But we know it's an inside critic. With Stephanie, it's just all out there. And she's just, comp- I, she is complete, always, like you said, always evaluating and devaluing Ugh. herself. And I think we've all been there. So maybe we can learn to be kinder to ourselves by watching Stephanie. I don't know. Great. I, 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 as long as we find something good out of her. So what did you think of her sex therapist, Ashley? I, I felt. Y'all, because she's driving <laughs> she's home having, to Connecticut. She's a sex coach. And she's stopping to her sex. But again, how Stephanie describes her sex coach, she's like, I'm meeting this really hot woman, this sexy, and I went, okay, I get it. It's not Red not, Shoe Diaries. But the fact that she sexualizes everything, yep. but then when you call her on the sexualized, she can't say that I can't deal with it, that's a... It really does feel like someone who's been sexually abused. Yeah, that is where I was like, And I, 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 I'm like you, I don't want to speculate about it, but all of those signs there, you guys, where... They're they're fine with things in a in a virtual reality I'm space. Not, yeah, I'm not judging it. Yeah. I'm saying see it, y'all. See it in other people. See it in yourselves. Yeah, maybe you're acting this way because you've gone through some trauma. Yeah, um, but she says she tells the sex therapist, and and I feel like the the woman here is she's trying to do things good. She's, it's a, she's a little I like some things I didn't. She's a little jargony. She is um, a little jargony, um, and she talks about. And she um, also seems to be a little bit of like, I get a therapist is supposed to support you, whatever. But y'all, as a therapist, I can be supportive to my patients. But also, when I used to practice. you can be real with them. I, I can be supportive, but also call them on their shit yeah. because that's support. Did you notice that she said, so what you're looking for is a real authentic connection with another person. And I wrote down, good luck. Good luck. You, Stephanie needs years of therapy trying to trying to work on authenticity for herself. Because hear that, everybody. That's what I want. If sex- you want a relationship with an authentic person, you have to be an authentic person. Yes, because Stephanie says, when I get physical someone, I go into panic mode. And I went, yeah. that's very common. That happens to a lot of people. And you know why that happens? Because they're insecure with their self. Right. She actually, I actually do love the exercise she gave her. Because I bet this is going to make her uncomfortable. Oh, it would make anyone uncomfortable. Actually, y'all, of of getting your jollies in front of a mirror or filming yourself. But but for some people, you say a mirror. But filming herself, getting off, but then seduce yourself. Seduce yourself and then having to watch it. Can you imagine? That is a really uncomfortable thing. But I will say, 
If you're not, I remember my own therapist asking me to do a certain similar thing of this. If if you're not uncomfortable, if this if this makes you bristle, then you should try it. I'm fine, thanks. Well, you've watched yourself a lot. You have a lot of video of you getting getting pounded, uh, getting pounded like a windmill in a tornado. Oh, there's that time in Mallorca. Toronto. Y'all, he's like that. You're like that. Con. You're like that old meal in Fantasia. (laughs) 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 Um, (laughs) I just, no, I'm, 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 I don't need to do that. Now, I will say maybe, maybe it's to make it real for her. Some type of physical intimacy. Yeah. Maybe that would help her. Maybe. Um, like I say, I think that's a fine thing to do. Uh, I think that would be very hard for most people. I, I do, but I think it's this. It's this, how can you, you said it, and I'm rephrasing what you said, but how can you be intimate with other people if you can't be intimate with yourself? I agree. I think there's a difference between being able to be intimacy, able, to be able to be intimate with yourself uh, and be able to take it seriously but, than watching a like film another, of yourself. That's true. But another exercise in that is how often do you masturbate to yourself or your fantasies mm. or just noticing like, oh, my nipples are hard or my penis is erect. That looks hot. Well, or, or do you always have to have porn? That's true. But could it, could it not be, instead of watching a film, could it not to be, let me, let me note things while I'm pleasuring myself? That's what I'm saying. The noticing. I'm noticing my body. Yeah, that. I'm noticing my leg looks nice. My arm looks, looks that hot. That, to me, is the step before that. I agree. But <laughs> I think she wanted to, because she's on I TV. I get it. But also, yeah. it is different for Stephanie, because Stephanie is someone who films herself. That's true. So she's probably filming herself, and never, it's that whole Dolly Parton trifecta of the three parts of self. She probably never watches herself and thinks that's her. She probably, she probably just doesn't, thinks that's a yep. character. So for her, I think it's good exercise. It's kind of disassociative, isn't it? It's, it's dissociative. Yeah, that's all it's, what it is, yeah. It is. I, and it really. So it's how do we integrate these cells? I, I, I feel for her. I do too. I think she would be a nightmare of a person to have in your life. Oh, yeah. That This is why I really, honestly, except for like. Except for Jesse and Jennifer, which I don't think we're going to learn anything about ourselves. The rest of the people I was super interested in because I think it's y'all. It's it's still TLC. I guess we're supposed to learn something. From I'm going to love hate watching Natalie. Uh, oh, yeah. I'm not going to learn anything. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to. I think I might learn something from watching uh, Stephanie. Yeah, and Debbie I mean, and Debbie. For sure. yeah. I agree with you. You're right. I, I'm. We are calling it now a reality gaze proclamation. Mother Debbie is the heart of this show. Ugh, who knew? That's the Boy, show. This has been long. We're going to get some antacid, and then we've got to plan our live That's show 90 shit, 90 minutes. I know. They normally won't be this long, but there's just a <sighs> lot of kind of like blah, blah, blah people to talk about. All right, everybody. Fuck the announcements. We've got to go. Go to realitygaze.com. Po- po- almost said people. Poodle. We call these people lonely hearts because aren't we all just lonely hearts? Can we get McDonald's? <laughs> I just, I'm hungry. I want a Big yes. Mac. And if you're on the beach and you want to, I go wonder. <laughs> you call us. Call us. 
Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 